Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding My Fits at 40. Hey there. How are you guys doing? <laughs> good. Yeah, we're good. No complaints. Chrissy's here. Mike's here. They're not complaining. <clears throat> That's we never I complain. I have to complain a little bit. I'm so tired. Oh, damn, I'm just ruined that. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Uh, look, three little tiny baby kittens popped out from oh, underneath a set of stairs so on Friday. Uh, bogies. And they like barely had their eyes open. They're like maybe like a week or two old. And they needed a mom. And so now I'm momming them. She's momming them. Yeah. Oh, they're so precious. I expected them to be cute. Oh, they're cute, Michael. But I didn't know they were legitimately melt your heart cute. They're oh real cute. God. Like yeah. they're the tiniest things they're weighed in grams they're weighed in grams and i didn't think they would move much but you go in there and you just like lightly kind of pet them with your finger because you don't want to damage these tiny fragile little creatures and then it rolls over mm. bears its little they tummy do their little stupid feet Ugh. and this little feet where the toes just spread apart they're all pink and stuff Ugh. it was the they're <coughs> so cute but i have to wake up like every two to three hours to feed them and yeah, yeah. It's a, a disgusting Sounds way to not live. worth it it's like i wake up mm. and i'm like victor God. they would die no. are you saying that kittens lives are not worth it i am saying right now this here here's a hot take for you <laughs> Cats are the worst thing oh, ever. No. I am what? out on cats. I'm so out on cats. Cats are little so nature's no, ninjas. I'm gonna bring one of nature's these. I'm gonna ninjas? bring one over, and you're gonna have to tell it it sucks to its little tiny right? perfect no, face. I, I won't have to say anything because my dog will eat it before you get it. Down in the to house. scale, there is no difference between a cat and a tiger. I agree. Scale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really hanging out with tigers either, so that's not really. Well, you're good. missing out. I am missing out. Ask Tyson. Uh, ask yeah. <laughs> ask Tiger King. <laughs> Don't ask him. I was Don't ask say, him. He's in prison. He's I mean, actually, anybody kid. probably could. You just pen pal him up, you know? We should pen pal Tiger King and see if he responds to us. Yeah. yeah. Ask him about your kittens. You're like, hey, man. <laughs> How do I turn these kittens into tiger? <laughs> How do I? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but if I don't wake up and feed them, then three little potatoes die, so I have to get up and feed them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I mean. But is that actually true? Because, like. They survive not, without being fed when, without yeah, you. Yeah, I think that, like, IRL, they could probably go for, like, 12 hours. So oh, here's another question. Like, How did you know they happy. didn't have a mom? Well. Because they came out of somewhere. They did, yeah. So she existed <laughs> at some point. Um, I think they came out because she hadn't been around for a while because they literally came out when they heard us. But um, we recorded their meows, and me and this very sweet lady named Donna, who works for the Island Feral Cat Project, tried to go up there at random hours at night when there's like not people around and like play their cries and see if we could find her and like we just could not find this mom. So I don't know what happened to her. And they were in a really weird place so I feel like she was like moving them and something happened. Oh no. Because they were like in a very not good location. Like I, I feel like a experienced cat mom at least would not have put them there. Right, I right, mean right. how experienced the But it could have been mom. her first litter who knows. Well yeah. We, yeah we don't always get experience before we have babies you know. Yeah I mean I just all just of a sudden got, it. got thrown into it Michael. Yeah. You know? I know. I know. <laughs> no experience thrown into like motherhood. It, it feels like it would be a good thing for like before if someone's considering having a child to just like have to raise a litter of kittens from like <laughs> one week to eight weeks. It, there should be a process. It's a good trial so you run. start with a plant and then you work your way yeah. up and then like yeah I mean hey that's how with training. Training. I'm a big sink or swim kind of guy, you know. Just Trial right by in. fire or child. 
child by child. Child by child. Child by trial. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm on trial for the show. <clears throat> Wait, what? Um, so you go from dumpster kitty to uh, dumpster kitty. Yeah, it's annoying because I have a big cat and a little cat, and that's what I call them: big cat and little cat. And then we brought the dumpster cat home, so I was like pivoting, and he was like little cat, and there was medium cat, and then I brought home these little tiny cats, and I'm like, the cats are so many sizes, <laughs> I so, cannot keep up. You still have the dumpster kitty too? Yes, I do have the dumpster kitty. So how many cats do you currently have in your house? Six. Oh, I didn't even see the dumpster kitty. Where's yeah, the dumpster, dumpster kitty's kitty? in the gym. Oh, that makes sense. Um, he was swole. supposed to get fixed yesterday, and they had to push it a week. But I'm going to the Humane Society with the kittens on Friday, so I'm going to ask them if they maybe think that he would be adoptable or what. Okay, all right. Otherwise, he's just going to have to live at bogeys outside. Like a, Fair enough. Like yeah. a dumpster kitty might do. Like a dumpster kitty might do. Yeah. But don't you feel like you've already had him inside too long that now he can't re... Like, I don't understand how this cat thing works. Um, I don't like, know. <laughs> he honestly wasn't really thriving outside, which is why I would like to get him adopted. That's what I'm saying. But so we, if you're we, putting him back we outside, we got him like a really not? dope outside cat house, and so the intention would be that we would feed him. He would just live there. So I'd be all right with that. I think. Yeah. Okay. You know? I just think you need to raise a cat army to protect your homestead. Yeah. I mean, a I'm working cat on it. army. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't do really good against the uh, raccoon that was no. there. So hey, yeah. that's why you need an army. That's yeah. why you we need, need an more army. than yeah. one. And when there's an invading horde of raccoons, you just have to outdo it in numbers. It's a numbers game. No, got you, got you. Yeah, but that, if you start feeding cats, then doesn't that bring raccoons around too? Because there's food. That's out? what I was saying. I think that we yeah. need to like literally feed him like once a day. And like, I actually want a baby it. raccoon. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, right. They are so cute. I have seen video. I would probably I would be more on board with a raccoon than a cat. I've seen video of a raccoon in a high chair eating with a family. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're so cute with their little hands. I yeah, because they can actually grab they stuff. They do stuff with those little hands. Yeah, right. And they just look sneaky all the time. I saw this <laughs> terrifying <time>. video. <laughs> it looked like someone was like feeding raccoons and they live underneath their like deck. So there's like they're sticking their little hands up through the holes in the deck. And I thought it looked like fucking zombies uh, yeah. <laughs> at first. And I was oh like, my oh my God, that's just a bunch of little raccoons all sticking their little hands up, grabbing whatever. <laughs> that's a little creepy. Yeah, what if adorably I mean, creepy? What yeah. if you step on a hand? Oh, that would be awful. I feel well, bad. You know, they have survival instincts. <laughs> so, you know. So you would hope they would survive right. if you broke their arm? Michael, are you <laughs> educating <laughs> us today on something? I am. I oh. am. Well, it's actually, it's, it's a thought-provoking conversation. Love those. Yeah. All right. As you know, a lot of this stuff applies slightly differently to everybody, but I feel like this is, is kind of one of the important ones, especially as people transition through, through life for the most part. Um, we're gonna, so we're going to dig back into routines a little bit. I know we have touched on it before, but I kind of want to dig to a, a deeper level to, to where it sort of emotionally gets people, where it catches people by surprise as they kind of move from one big thing in life to, to the next. And the one where really it, it sort of sunk in with me was looking back on uh, my retirement from the military and transitioning from when you have a routine. That's a huge difference. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. So going from, from having a, a day-to-day where I'm up at you know 5 o'clock in the morning and we knock out work and then we work out and then there's lunch and then you're back to work and then you fly. Like, and then, working out was almost like part of your day. It was literally part of the day. Yeah. yeah. And so then when you get off work, like all your stuff's done and then you can go do house stuff or chill or, or, or whatever. So going from that to civilian life, and not having a routine and now having to, to set your routine and be a self-starter where you're not 
you're not tied to anything specifically was very, very difficult. And you would yeah, think it would be an easy hard. thing where you've, you've got the freedom. So, yeah, build that life, brain, do all the things like, you want. I'm going to have all this time and I'm going to get all this stuff done. But it's hard because there's like the only person making you do it is you. Right. And, and it, it's, you know, a lot of people look at that. Well, yeah, just, just fucking do it. And you know, for the most part, you are right. But when you're used to doing something for the better part of, 20 fucking years yeah. it is a mind shift and it is a motivation shift is how many it years is a you, discipline shift how many years were you 20 years you I did, 20, yeah, yeah I did 20 years yep. yeah I mean that's I'm half your life so like Easy, and, and yeah. basically all of my adult life yeah like literally oh, yeah. all of my adult life so anything prior to that is you're still figuring shit out you're kind of stepping yeah, into but the also world you were in a routine right you were in school you had to get up that's, every that's day gonna be my next at point the yeah same amount you know at the same time so you went from having a routine forever yeah. to like boom gone There's yeah, no routine. basically i mean even I, I did college for a little bit but then i also just you know worked and did my thing and then to opt for the military. So I, I had some sort of a schedule slash routine or something that I was tied to and, and had to go to. So it's, it's, that was another thing that, you know, I stayed up late or didn't get a lot of sleep. And then the next day, I just didn't get a damn thing done. When I had this epiphany, when, when I was working or in the military, it didn't matter if I was out till 2, 3 o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah, you had to get up. I had to get up in two hours. Yeah. I had to get to work. I still had to work out because yeah, I'm like being someone, paid to work out. Someone so. else is holding you accountable. It makes all of the difference. Right. Yeah. You know, so then like, I started thinking more to this this broader category of, you know, professional athletes or collegiate athletes or, you know, prior military or prior you know police, fire, whatever the case may be, where you are tied to your fitness and, and you have to, to, you know, be somewhat disciplined in training and in, in nutrition and just moving nonstop, where you see a lot of professional athletes that are, have now packed on 50, 60, 70 pounds when you like, these guys were monsters back in the day. And it's the same thing but for, for military job. people. Yeah, I, back. Saying, I think it's also, uh, you, you, it's like anything that you're required to do all the time. You, you almost create a disdain about mm-hmm. it as well. So I think that's part of it for some athletes is they're just like, after this working they finally out, have I did the this. Freedom with, yeah, oh, I, not I completely so agree. I'm not going to do that. I don't care about the routine, but, but like they feel just freer. Because you, you think about a professional athlete, you're right. They're working out what, four a hours lot. in the morning, yeah, yeah, four yeah, hours yeah. in the afternoon or evening, and they're doing specific sports specific drills. and it's a job. But I was going to say, too, what you were saying about like the, the, those specific things. I feel like the routine part of that, too, also applies to certain people w- with regular day jobs. Like Absolutely. They have it built in at 5 a.m. They go to the gym. They do this. And then they switch. Right now, I feel like this is a really big hot, bu- hot button topic, too, because a lot of people have switched from having nine to fives that they go to yeah, to working work from, from home and being at home, switching <clears throat> up with online careers and all that kind of stuff growing in uh, in the numbers of people that are doing it. Yeah, in popularity, yeah. Yeah, that how does that change your routine in all of that right. stuff as well? So I'm I'm looking at this this whole conversation as as there are two facets. Like yeah. you've got the the athlete slash military active lifestyle that you had to have. And on the other side, because the the scenario you just laid out for the quote unquote average person who gets up and goes to the gym at five and then goes to work, et cetera, et cetera, that's not happening on average. So so then it gets even worse where you haven't managed to, to find a routine for your health and fitness. And I'm not talking about getting out and, and turning into Lord Swoldemort um, and just, <laughs> you know, getting, Lord, what? Yeah. <laughs> and just getting shredded as, as hell. Like this is, this is not the, the aspect that we, we try. Sorry. I should give me a little sorry, more time that for that one. one. That one got me. <laughs> this, this, 
our overall standpoint for for the podcast and what I try and coach into people is sure, you know, chase some physique goals, but the the overarching goal is to be healthy, happy, yeah. you know, leaner in the extent of of it's healthier for your body, you know, down to a certain level of leanness, you know, where you're not rocking around with thirty percent uh, body fat percentage that your body just doesn't need to operate well. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's it's focusing on on kind of both sides of that that coin where if you are focusing on health and setting up that routine in general you're going to be better equipped for when things change you're like okay well i have to get back to this what's the path back to this but if you already don't have a routine and haven't managed to squeeze that into your life with a nine to five now that you don't have a nine to five it's even harder to get started because you haven't seen the progress you haven't you know found those those you know, small motivational burst and, and definitely have it instilled the discipline to get back into a routine. It's certainly a double-edged sword, right? Because, like, let's say I had a nine-to-five. You got to get up early. You, maybe you have kids. You got to feed them. You got to get them to school. You got to get your ass to work. You're there all fucking day. You get back. It's, like, very exhausting. You have to feed yourself, feed the kids, take them to whatever. Like, oh, yeah. it's a lot. So it's, like, hard to find the time to gym. And then you go to a situation where you don't have a nine-to-five. You have way more time but now you don't have a forced routine. Mm-hmm. There's right. nothing making you get up and go and do the thing. And it's like, fuck, man. Totally. Like it's, like, it's both of those situations are hard. So what, do you, so what do you do to get amped up to start moving? Like, what do you think your, your path would be in, in that realm? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm in that situation. I yeah. don't, I'm great. I don't have kids. I don't have to feed them and all these things. But like. No, you just have a thousand cats. No one, I just, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Really Which right again, now. Which adds to the fatigue. It does. And it responsibility. Adds to the fatigue. It, it does. Um you kind of just have to find something that works and you have to, I have to hold myself accountable. We we all do. Like nobody gets to to miss out on that one ultimately. Yeah. Like even if you are in your routine and and have time to work out, like I've basically that's what I do is I try to make a routine. It huge. That, and that's, that's the key sentence right there. Yeah. And everybody thinks that there are a lot of people that think they can thrive on chaos. And I, hell, I was that guy for a long time. Yeah. Were you, but were, I, you I, were that guy that you thought or I that you thought did? I could. And I, and I did like, I managed to, to make it work. And that was the, the thrive ADHD or too. Exist. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it too. I, I do a lot of existing in chaos. Yeah. Well, but being I don't being that thriving. I made it through an extremely elite school and, and operate at a high level for 20 years, I did thrive. But yeah. looking back on the entire mix, I worked way harder to thrive in that scenario than I would have if I had had more routines, more organization, had been able to actually, you know, take care of my ADHD back then. I'm not talking about being medicated all the time. I still don't medicate all the time for ADHD because you, you lose that element of social adaptation. Quick tangent. But this, this is one thing as somebody who, who you know, was diagnosed as a, a child through the proper channels at a time where they were just throwing pills at, at kids my mother and father took me through multiple psychologists. We, we discussed it heavily before ever starting on a dosage of, of Ritalin. And it was very effective for me back then. Um, so I, I highly recommend you do not overly medicate children. And that's, that's the easy button to, to do that because, yeah, they're going to be a little more compliant. They're going to be more uh, in tune with what needs to happen, a little more organized and a little more off your plate. But that's not going to be good long term for a child. Like for anybody in any scenario. Well, that's for anybody for things. sure. But it, it's more important to establish as a child where you are allow the social adaptations, where you correct, where you are involved in your child's life instead of like if you have kids, 
being tired, you don't just get to be tired. The, the child still has to be raised. And that's the, that's the toughest part about being a parent. And I'm not trivializing that. Like, it's a very difficult process. I was a very yes. difficult child to raise. Yeah, no shit. I was all over the place. I was highly energetic. I, I rebelled against punishments in general. Like, it was a challenge. And, and I didn't know how to kind of get my shit together. But, but my parents stayed the course didn't just medicate me all the damn time. And so, and then being, having to go through the military unable to medicate, I continued that social adaptation. For many years, I was a very annoying person. <laughs> well, <laughs> I probably still step into that every once in a while. Keeping but, on your tangent for two seconds is as the, the one here who, who has kids, and the thing that I try to remember when I am raising these kids is exactly that of, in, it's not about this moment. Like, yes, it's so much easier if I just hand them a tablet right, right now. Yeah. Oh, it, absolutely. It's so much easier in this moment, in this moment, but the phrase that I that I think about all the time while I'm raising them is I'm trying to create productive adults. Yes. How can I create... Successful and productive adults who yeah. can take care of themselves efficiently. Yes, yeah. who can be part of society and be a productive member of society. How do I create a good adult? This is what I'm creating right now. Even though there's so many times that I've been doing something, I'm like, this sucks. But it'll be better oh, yeah. for them in the long run. It'll be better for them in the long run. Yeah. Like, you really to have to look at them and be that. like, these are future adults constantly. Oh, yes. and I think right. at, it at is, this, at this part in my yeah. life, I take deeper looks at, at like the people around me and the scenarios that are going on. And I'm insanely impressed with, with the parents that take that kind of responsibility and do it. Because watching it and hearing about it, I'm exhausted just fucking listening to it. Dude. And, it's, and it's, it is. It's exhaustive. If you're doing it right, it's exhaustive. And even, so just to clarify on that, like, I'm also not coming down on if there's any parents out there listening and they're like, F you about tablets. We use tablets. I have them. Yeah. I have tablets for either, both of my kids. I just try to limit the idea of it because it's for their well-being in the long run. Just Absolutely. As a personal reference of just yesterday, we had soccer practice. My daughter uh, goes, uh, practices twice a week. My son practices once a week. We were at my daughter's soccer practice, so my son was sitting there. We were playing, and we used to just take a tablet, and he used to just sit there on his tablet the whole time during practice, and it was easy for us. Yeah. So I was like, cool, you're out of the way. I'm like, done, we can watch practice. And the more I thought about it, I was like, what am I doing? Like, why is this for you? So I stopped, and I took a ball, and he now plays the entire time, and he's running around, and he's active, and I'm, yeah. I play with him now. Yeah. There, and like show him stuff even for soccer and be like, oh, let's do this. And we work on things. But he and enjoys we play. it more also. He's Way getting more. He's getting dad he's time. Smiling, he's smiling. He's laughing. Yeah. He's going to remember. He's not going to remember having to sit at his sister's practices and it sucked and it was boring. And yes. He's <laughs> yeah. going to remember being at practice and be like, I loved when I used to go. We used to kick the ball with dad. And he plays yeah. with the other parents. The other parents are laughing and smiling as yeah. he's running around with them. Cute. But he got to be a little too much yesterday mm -hmm. and he was getting bored. He was thinking. So I was like, okay. Here, you can have my phone for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. So for the last 20, 30 minutes, it's an hour and a half. Her practices are, are an hour and a half long. It's freaking long for a seven-year-old. It feels like a it long is, time. Yeah. It is a very long time. Um, but it's good, whatever. She does that twice a week. And But for him, it's tough. That's an hour and a half is yeah. just tough for him. So for the last 30 minutes, I get, let him have my phone. I, I was like, ugh, as I'm doing it. But there are those moments. I get that. I completely understand. It's, it's balanced, but that though. First, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. You got but him for the first activity hour, in, he yeah. got parent play. time. Like, yeah, I, I, that, I'm not going to look down on people who do that same thing yeah. either. And you've also got the insanely busy parents or single parents or some may work from home and have to get shit done while their young ones there. Like, you can't always just quote unquote be that amazing parent. You're being an amazing parent by providing for your children at that point, and you have to do what you have to do. And to bring it back into the fitness realm, to be able to be that amazing parent. And to be able to do those things, like I could play with him for that hour. Right. 
I needed to get my butt to where I'm at now. And I'm still, I'm still chasing goals of better physical fitness because of the fact of my kids. Yeah. So use that as a motivator to get yourself this routine Absolutely. because it helps all of those aspects. I can be a better parent because I, don't weigh what I weighed before and because I'm in better shape now. Yep. I, because I, being good for your kids is also taking care of you. Take care of yourself and you can be better for everyone else around it's you. Square on the airplane, you got to put your mask on first before you put it on someone I else. I use that's that right. analogy yeah. all the time because it's so true. I don't know. I've never heard you use that, Victor. I think that's on, on Chrissy. She's Actually, got that steal one. that one from Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> he says that when I, when I say why he's making his coffee first before mine, that's what he tells me. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's well played. Yeah, that is well played. Well played. No, so, I, so I think this, again, bring it back to yeah, fitness yeah, like you're saying, and, and the the establishment of new routines to, well, yeah, I guess new routines from from the athlete's point of view. We've gone to the the average person. You both need a new routine, and so the the way you end up going about that, I think, is going to be very different. Now, you brought up how the professional athlete who has spent, you know. Well, shit, I was going to say 10, 15, 20 years as a professional athlete, but to get to that level, you've spent 10, 15 years in yeah, your, your sport as there, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you spent your entire life just getting the shit kicked out of you, getting to that that zone. Um, it's easy to look at that and go to the extreme, be like, fuck that, I don't want to work out anymore. You know, I've, I've either got money now, I don't have to chase anything down, um, why even bother? And so I think you've gone from one extreme to another where mm-hmm. we continually push balance from that perspective. You don't have to work out like you, you used to work out. And you don't have to be as dialed in nutrition-wise as, as you were as a professional athlete. You just find that happy medium where you can be somewhere in the middle, where you're, li- you're working out two to three times a week for less time. I think that's where we all need to be, is happily time. somewhere in the middle. I mean, granted, it's, you know, it's different for you. You're a fitness coach and that's your job. So I think you have to be like a little bit above average. But for the average human who's out there who has kids and has a day job and has to do all these things, like you have to try to find a happy medium and find a way to put that into your your schedule. And so I think for the for the professional athlete or, or, you know, military, whatever scenario that that we painted initially, that that balance will be somewhere in the middle to to bottom half of things, whereas the, the. initial person coming in to establish a routine can literally start on the bottom and work up. Mm-hmm. So I thought about this yesterday because I went in for, for my gym workout and I knew it was going to be a long one because I'm, I'm lifting two to three times a week. I'll lift for a long time to get the volume that I need. Um, I didn't feel good. You know, my stomach was kind of off. I didn't feel super motivated. Um, I had to take a little more rest time in between because I'm like, man, I'm just not, not getting a good feeling right now, but I, I need to do this. And there's an element of, it, it, it's not supposed to feel good to push yourself all the time. Sometimes it's just not going to feel good. But you don't have to do an hour-long workout when you don't feel good. And when you're first starting out, doing a few sets of something and kind of pushing through the discomfort a little bit and then calling it good is, is fine. Like there's this build-up process where I think a lot of people miss because they want these results so fucking quick when the quickest route is literally doing something consistent over a long period of time. That's the fastest route. You don't need five, six, seven workouts a week. You don't need more than two, literally. So if you have two workouts a week of 15 to 20 minutes when you're starting out with a good amount of rest in between sets, make yourself uncomfortable because that's going to transition to Every single thing in life. If you are able to start pushing through a little discomfort now, any discomfort that life throws at you, you're not going to be as paralyzed by it. You're, you're going to become more durable. I think you also will find afterwards, you're like, well, that wasn't so bad. 
Oh, 100%. You know, like, I think we make it worse in our heads. Absolutely. Now. 100%. We yeah. talk, that's what we talk about all the time, how the mental side of everything, that's the toughest part of all of it, mm-hmm. is what we beat ourselves up. Yes. I, the word that popped into my head going through this whole process of what we're talking about right here is forgiveness. Because, like, when you don't have that routine, you beat yourself up. Or when you're living in the chaos, you're like, crap, I didn't do what I went to do that yesterday, and right. I did th- th- this. Like, forgive yourself and oh, move on. Like, that's, the, I, I feel like for me, that's the struggle is like, I get so pissed. I'm like, damn, I missed this. I uh, Now I'm screwed up. And the, That's like, been me for like a month, Victor. It's like nice to hear you say that because you're like, I'm like, oh, absolutely. you're right, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, forgive and yourself. And it's I, okay. I still do the like, same thing every now and then. You, you end up catching yourself in the mentality. And I originally saw this, this analogy with So He Fit. It was great. And then uh, again, I think James Smith kicked it out. But it's, it's, you know, if you get a flat tire, you don't get out of your car and then stab the rest of your tires. Like, Fuck <laughs> it, I got to get up four new tires now. <laughs> so it's the same thing where you go off your diet. You I kind of want to do that yeah. now just because. <laughs> but yeah, see, Mike, I did it. I did it. But you, you eat a cookie, you're like, fuck it, my whole diet's off. Well, fuck it, I'm just going to eat this whole plate of cookies. Fuck it, my diet's off. I'll start again next week. No. Because as, as you know, it's, it's actually easier to lose fat than it is to gain fat. Now I'm gonna let me dig deeper into that. I was like, wait, I I disagree with that. I was like, uh, challenge accepted, Michael. Let let, let me see if I can rechange your brain matter on this one. Uh, I was gonna say, I mean, we can we can go down that. If you have a calorie deficit for the day, you're essentially gonna lose that much body fat, right? Okay. Yes, yes or no? We're on the same Mm -hmm. page. Okay. Now, if you eat over your calories for the same calorie amount, are you gonna store all that as fat? I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. So in like, terms yeah. of the science of how it actually uh, accrues to your body, yes. Now, now is it, yeah. is it easier it to gain fat long term by just not? That is weird. I ate <laughs> one donut last night and didn't eat more than one donut. I know. I saw that. Even I though categorized it, Vincent it. brought like a bunch he of donuts. And pie too. Just glazed. Like from where? Oh, from uh, probably Publix Kroger, or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Store. It's usually to say no. Yeah, they were like hot in the box. That would have been a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. My point is, if you happen to go over calorie on a specific day, your diet's not ruined. Because at best, your body's not going to store any overage in in protein. It's not going to store really any overage in in carbohydrates if you're active, maybe 2% of that, which is not a lot. So you're going to end up storing some excess fat. So by overeating on a day, even if you kind of go off the rails, you're going to store a few ounces of fat kind of at best. And the next day, by just getting back on track, you're golden. Like that's 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 it, and and it, it's a it's a mindset that is very easy when it's spoken out loud. It's not as easy in practice. Yeah, it's hard. In practice. So it's it's sub- continually cementing that idea into your your head, your psyche, your practice, F- and so forgiving yourself is a huge yeah, thing huge. right there because you you take that day, you forgive yourself for that day. All right, cool. Back on track tomorrow. I haven't really lost ground. So that's kind of what I was going to say here is like, I, I get what you're saying. And the, the, even the idea of forgiving myself is because I feel like for the last few months, I've said before, I've just got a lot of personal crap going on and I haven't really worked out the way right. I wanted to. And I've been just like eating like my face off. And I feel like I'm like, man, I'm going to be 300 pounds in like no time <laughs> here because I feel like that's what I'm eating like. I feel like I'm like... I, I'm emotionally eating. I'm having breakdowns of like where I'm just like, fuck right. it, I'm going to eat all of this. Yeah. Um. And so like I've done that a few times and I'm like, man, I must weigh so much more than I did. And I got on a scale and I've gained like maybe five pounds. Right. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's it. And I've been like, I was like, all right. It actually re-motivated me to be like, all right. Yeah. I got like, so I've 
again, really tried to focus on my nutrition and started, like, I got back in the gym again, bet more than I, like, I've been doing, like, one thing so here and there. You're already, like, the, like, putting that down. You're back in the gym again, period. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying I had been in the gym because yeah. I was doing, like, I would do, like, one workout of, like, uh, do, like, kettlebell squats, and then I'm done, that's all I would do that day. Or, like, so I actually did, like, an, a workout. Like a whole routine. Like a whole routine. Yeah, yeah I actually did that's fine. multiple yeah. things. That's what I mean. So, like, I did that, and I'm like, okay, well, let's get back on track. Here we go. And I... Again, I use that word forgiveness because I had to go into it with the mentality of like, just forgive yourself. Like, allow yourself. That's where you were. That's what you did. Forgive yourself. And now it's, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on a struggle because I hurt myself. Yeah. And so like now gymming is, like, it's, it's really hard. I finally got in the gym again on like Monday and like I did some things, but I had to do things like really, really light because like my hands are like, I can't, I can't really push anything heavy. I can't really pull anything heavy. And uh, so that's been, like, really frustrating. And I was already not in the gym for a while because there's been a cat in my gym. And uh, so it was it was kind of hard. And I feel like I feel like I can feel myself withering away. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I losing have, we, muscle we mass. We always make I it way right worse than it is. And that this, this is something notice, that though. has to be highlighted, too. Yeah. Because the more people realize it's, it's okay to feel those things, we are all feeling those things. The yeah. penultimate physiques in the world are feeling those things. In it's fact, like feeling like a lot of those physiques are a little more fucked up emotionally. Yes, 100%. Because I feel like you work so hard for them. Me, yeah, I've, I've, I flexed in the mirror for the first time for in, a, in a while. And I was like, <gasps> my muscles are blurrier than they yeah, were last man. time I looked. It, go, it feels like it goes really fast. I don't know. I hate it's it. Not. It's but that's yeah, what I, it's that's not. That's kind of what yeah. I was saying. Is it, It's not that fast. Like, I thought, oh, man, because I felt like a little blurry, but it's because I have a different perspective now, I feel like. Is that that's part of it? And so, like, when I was like, I like my arm muscle was my uh, tricep is a little more blurred than it was. And I was like, oh, man, I gained so much weight. And I went and looked. I was like, oh. <laughs> all right all right i can five pounds that's like three weeks maybe i could knock that out yep. and be right back to where the hell i was absolutely sweet here we go like three Let's enjoyable go. weeks where you start to feel more energetic and leaner and stronger and so it, it's everybody yeah. i think a lot of people look at this this whole gym culture as you know this big meathead thing and you, you gotta work out and i don't want to be that person in the gym and it's just working out and, and it's not just working out like it transitions to everything else in your life and so that's why i think doing the the bare minimum is fine the bare minimum for progress essentially the least amount of working out to force your body to adapt i will always 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 push that because yeah. it's an easier pill to swallow than trying to go into the gym four to six days a week I don't even lift four to six days a week right now. Like, it's just, it's not necessary for progress. Doesn't need to be done. Yeah, so, I'm stuck in this trap right now where I can't even make progress. I just feel like it's like I can't lift heavy enough to progressively yeah. overload. So it's like now I'm like just fighting to maintain until my shit heals. Right. And like, yeah. Ugh. And that's okay. And that's, that's still going to help you heal faster. And then, For sure. And I think that's another thing that just to highlight, it's like sometimes you get stuck in a position where like you, or you maintain, yeah, as you have to, to maintain rather yeah. than, yeah, rather than lose. Right. You know? And so I was looking up while we were talking to where we were saying about like, it's we're overall everything. So I haven't been in the gym the same way, but I've been, my steps have been, that's what nice. blows my mind. Like my average steps last year, I, they were up last year, and I was almost to eight thousand last year. I'm over, averaging over nine thousand now, which wow. is still that's up, fantastic. That's it, pretty good. Yeah. Before it was like six thousand, four to six thousand ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that was up to like seven. Yeah. I got that average up, and now I'm averaging over yeah, like you 9, more than 000. doubled it over so a year, year and a half. That those things, seeing that 
when I realized up. that, I was like, and even like I said, I was playing around with my son and stuff. Like I'm willing, my I've said this before when I first lost all the weight is I'm not used to that body. Like I forget that I can do things because I'm so used to right. like being out of shape for so long. Like random things like getting up off the couch, I was pushing off my knees and I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't have to do that. I can yeah. just stand up. <laughs> and so, like, I'm finally changing my mentality. Even that's why my steps, I feel, have gone up, too. Because I'm not like, hey, can you pass me that? I'm like, just get up and go get it. Like, yeah. it's right. no big deal now. Absolutely. So I get up and start doing that, playing with my son, where I'm like, oh, I can't play. Like, he's going to want to play. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, and I'm bouncing around, playing soccer with him. And I'm, like, not tired after, yeah. not winded. I feel fine. I feel better, actually, because I've moved a little bit. I, th- I think the, the key for all of that is is literally, like, Understanding that you're going to look better no matter what. And I think people always chase that first. Not always, but a lot of people chase that first. If you already know it's a guaranteed, how about we start chasing that health, that energy, yeah, and that happiness. And when you're able to focus on that, that's the deeper-rooted thing that's going to stay with you and drive you more than just looking good. You know, another thing, because like, so you're noticing that you are in a better physical condition and you can do all these things and it's not so hard anymore and it just kind of comes more naturally now. I think it happens with eating, too, where you get so accustomed, you learn how to eat well, Mm -hmm. that when you start eating what would be maybe, like, less good or whatever, you feel like it's really, really bad. Uh Uh-huh. And you're like, man, I must be gaining all this weight. I must be, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, no, I've pivoted my eating so much. Right. That now it really it feels like I've you know gone off the rails when you really really haven't I've felt the same way yeah and then you know you, you go weigh yourself and you're like oh maybe I haven't really been that bad yeah <laughs> because like I was saying my maintenance I've said this but about twenty four twenty five hundred is my maintenance so I've been like really bad and I did the math I was like oh I was so awful and I was at like thirty five hundred and I was like that's even not that crazy terrible right. like okay I'm a I'm a thousand calories over my maintenance. But I was eating when I was bad before, like eight to ten thousand calories in a day. There was days I don't think I've ever gotten close to that no. now. And that's you, you still instinctively. I mean, just like you brought up, yeah, are, man, are it's like leaning more towards nutrient dense foods. So yeah, you're you're still getting some less nutrient dense foods in the mix. Mm-hmm. But you you balanced it out enough that you're not really going to drastically. You're just go like way more. I guess conscious or really it's, maybe it's, an it's not your conscious. It's an educating it. process the right mind, there. You've, yeah. been, you've educated and, and yeah. set you know uh, routines and in action yeah, yeah, yeah. over this last year, year and a half that that have stuck with you. Yeah, and like that's makes, the point it makes of building something over a year plus. Like when I let it loose on pizza, we talk about pizza all the time. That's mm, one of our favorite pizza. foods in the pod. Yeah, absolutely. I've been able to let it loose and eat an entire pizza in one yeah. sitting without thinking about it. And now I eat like four slices, and I'm like, oh, I can't believe. It. <laughs> like, and I realized that I had this is all stuff. I've, it's funny that this is all like really new. Like in the last like couple of weeks, yeah. like, I just let loose on pizza, and I was like, "Oh man, I can't believe!" I, I, this is all I started thinking because I weighed myself. Like I said, mm-hmm. I gained like five pounds, and then I was like, "Yeah, even that." Like I didn't eat the whole thing. That's what I would have done in the past. Right. Eat the whole pizza, and not even realize. Like I mean, not just, cared. It just but goes just, down so easy. Yeah, yeah, but I ate half of it and right. still felt the same way that I used to feel after the whole pizza. When, when you get used to looking for that yeah. point where you're actually satisfied, you're able to, to just sort of stop there. Whereas usually, I mean, myself included, you just keep eating because it's enjoyable. I don't care if I stuff myself. But if you start looking for the satisfaction point, which is what we should be looking for. Like I, I, a lot of people, I think, like the idea of, man, I wish there was a pill. I could just eat all the shit that I want ever and do all there the is. things I want. You won't appreciate that. Yeah. You just you won't appreciate it. 
Yeah. When you can have everything I, I you want, getting you the things that are enjoyable become you, less enjoyable. When you say like you're looking for the satisfaction point, I feel like if that's something that you could keep in the forefront of your mind, which is kind of hard because when you're eating something delicious, it's, yeah. it's like, fuck it. But, you know, like I've been, we were talking about eating breakfast last time that on the last yep. episode, which hasn't aired yet, but um, <laughs> we talked about... But it will by the time people listen. That's right. You're so right, fine. Um, Yeah, we talked about eating breakfast and trying to maybe eat earlier in the day. And so I've been doing that and I find that... I don't, I get full. Yeah. Like I get, I get pretty full, yeah. you know, and I'm trying to actively like look for that satisfaction point mm-hmm. when I'm eating, which is, I mean, it's, it's easier when you're eating a high protein meal. So if you like, oh, start your day with like a good high protein meal, like. And you, you start to experiment, <laughs> you, you find the, the range of flavors that sort of do it for you. And for me, it is, it's flavors and input. So when I get the weight in my stomach of food, that's, that's one signaling factor, but it's not enough for me. So then I need, I need the savory. So, like, again, my, my favorite breakfast over the last, like, well, probably closer to a month or so has been breakfast sandwiches. It's on, on a bagel. I do it open face, two eggs per. I've got a balsamic glaze on the bagel, provolone, two eggs. That sounds and good. I use the uh, uh, like Cajun seasoning thing. I can't remember what that stuff's called. Dale's or something? Dolls. Mm. No, Jason's. No, Dave's. Something. It's a guy's name, but <laughs> it's, it's like a Frank. Cajun seasoning? It's like Frank. Yeah. yeah. So, uh-huh. so that, uh, uh, two different pieces of fruit and a thing of yogurt. And so I get, I get my savory. I get my sweet fix. I have a lot of protein. And, God, and I, I could not eat good. all of that. So, <laughs> so it ends up being about 800 to 1,000 calories, depending on what I throw on after the, the breakfast Jesus sandwich. And Christ. that's good for me for a little while. For like an hour. <laughs> um, so I've recently heard this phrase, and I think when we're talk- talking about food now with this whole idea, is it? Re- I've really tried to resonate with this. Have you heard this? The eat what you want, add what you need. Yeah, that's what whoa, I do. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> eat what you need, add what you want? No, eat, eat what, what you, you want, want, add, what, add you what you need. Like half of my recipes are that, right? My recipes are what do I want to eat? And how do I add oh, what I'm I tracking. need okay. yes. to it? All right. So you eat what you want. Or even like um, the example that I saw this, like she wanted this like cinnamon toast that she was talking about. That was the reel I saw. And she was she wanted like the cinnamon toast with cream cheese. So she got that. Mm-hmm. But then she didn't only eat, eat that. that. Yeah. She added, she made eggs and made so- like turkey sausage and other stuff so that she's full. So she still ate what she wanted, but then right. she added what she needed. Yeah. But it's the same thing like we talk about pizza. I now add grilled chicken to yep. almost Always. all of my pizza. Always. Yeah. And now when I eat three slices of pizza or two slices, I'm I, I'm fuller and longer. Yep. Where I would eat pizza, just cheese pizza, and I would devour it. And it, four it or even five takes slices. a little longer to chew at that point. So the yes. satisfaction level tends to, to creep up. Yeah. And it slows you down because it takes longer to Correct. chew. So you also are fuller yep. quicker. I have a pizza recipe I'm gonna drop for today. Oh nice. I haven't quite super perfected it, but I'm kind of hoping if I put it out there, like Lauren or someone will yeah. somebody <laughs> out there will make it and yeah. help me perfect it. So sweet. <laughs> Love We're that. calling on the fans. I like it. Love yeah. that. Um but yeah, that, that so this whole idea of like I was going to try and save this for next week, but it really applies right now to what we're talking about with yeah. all of this making your routines and all this food yeah. and stuff is don't like eat what you want, but then just add extra protein yeah, to man, it or if add you want extra something fiber really, to really it. bad, eat it with a whole ass plain boring chicken breast. Do what you got to do. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, you want donuts? Make a sandwich out of a donut. Yo, yeah. Have you ever had a sa- to- yeah. sandwich out of a donut? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, it's so the, the pork belly one from a... Oh, ordinary yeah. pub. Ordinary pub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you can do that. Like, you really want a donut? 
Cut up some chicken, slice it down, put throw that on top yeah. with some. Oh my sounds god! Sounds weird, but the, the sweet and savory from that is pretty bang. Fuck, that sounds real good. Yeah. That's it. You're gonna go home and do it now. Aren't you? <laughs> well, I don't have a donut. She's <laughs> like, I already had a donut last night. Had I thought about it last night? Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah, so, I mean, I think some of the fundamentals that we're we're kicking out make sense when you you hear them. So the whole routine thing. Yeah, that is the most I, I think people part. just still get into the the rapid fire scenario. They want to get there quick. They want to do too much, and then it just never sticks. So how do so you whether, make your routine? I was gonna Mike? say that's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> ask. So what would you do? You're setting up brand new. You just got out of this situation where you just got out. What did you? Oh, you mean kind of like I did, kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. So what you you just got out of the and service? Maybe you Take didn't us back to that beautifully, time. Mike. How would you have I, done I it? Didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, what I, did I, you do, and what would oh, you do? Oh, I, I got depressed. Yeah. And I had to start figuring shit out. But yeah. then, you know, luckily I fell right into the, the film industry. Um, I still had my coaching business for the most part. And so I, I just sort of kind of maintained and gave myself permission to just dig into Figure this and, and ride the highs and lows. And it's not that I was unhappy. Like I had a plan mm-hmm. exiting the military. But it's such a life change that it lays you low a little bit. And as you sort of figure shit out and feel a little lost. I feel like that's everything. Like, you, no matter how much you plan for having a kid, Dude, yeah. once something happens, allow yourself to figure the shit out. Like, yeah. you can have a plan, the best laid plan, and it comes, starts to happen. And you're like, oh shit, this isn't. Yeah, somehow oh, the hours not, in the day uh, don't make it. You know, yeah. it's hard. It's, I, I think having a, a flexible plan right off the bat is at least allowing the the realm of flexibility you may not have to have the the second third and yeah, fourth I think iteration if you, already if you in make your head. it too too structured too too structured where there's no room for flexibility that makes it almost harder because you probably are likely to fail but, and but, then, and I, then but you're how do you pivot yeah. but and I, then you're here's, so here's my point i think the mental flexibility is even more important yeah yes. don't get too rigid and too structured yeah. but even if you have provided structure here's your plan and, and it may be somewhat rigid and structured but having the mental flexibility to be look at it as opposed to shit this didn't work fuck it I, I you know i'm just i can't do it i'll figure it out later right as opposed to having the conversation with yourself well okay shit well i mean this this kind of worked i think i might want to try this thing in the mix Let's try that out and see how it goes for a, a week or two. So having the mental flexibility yeah, to, to make change changes it. is yeah. huge. And realizing failure isn't bad because this 100%. routine failed. That's not bad. That's actually good. Yeah, but you're, I try fa- to teach failure my kids, is a learning process. Yes. I've, I've been trying yeah. to teach my daughter because she beats herself up over she things all the time. She is so hard yeah. on herself. No. So big time. So I constantly tell her, I was like, what did you fail at today? And she, I, I try to bring this, and I'm like, and she's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "She's like, absolutely nothing. I'm perfect." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was, and I've been trying to express this to her. I'm like, because every time you fail, it's actually awesome. I want her to love failure. I'm trying really hard to teach her yeah. to love failure because that means she had something to learn from. Yeah. Um, I heard somebody else talk about this. I'm not. This is not an original idea by me. No, you have way. a lot of famous people are kicking that out, and they anybody who's ever made it who is open oh, about how they a got lot there. Along the they way, like yeah. fail, fail, fail. Yeah. I failed a million times before succeeding. Now you're a millionaire. I agree, yeah. but I, what I'm saying, the, the idea for me is as a, using it as a parenting tool. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. Because so I've seen like that's how I feel about me. Like, mm-hmm. I if I fail, cool. Like, I want to keep going. Oh, yeah, like, couldn't care drives, less. All right, yeah. let's figure this out. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But to teach somebody else that. And instill that in a kid. I just am weird and was like blessed by like that's how I felt always. So like, but that's not how everybody feels. No, like no, that's not a common. Thing. Yes, yeah. and, but I want it for my kids. I want my kids to be okay to fail, and I want to be able to teach them that it's okay because our society makes it like that. Failing is not okay. 
Like, that's why we're so structured. That's why there are people who don't leave their nine to fives because they're too afraid to fail. 100%. This is three people in the room who are afraid, who are not afraid to fail because you can't have your own business and be afraid to fail Correct. because even when you're successful, you're failing. Yeah, it's a big gamble. Yeah. You know? And you're always but have you failures. Take it. You always not, have... Well, not only is it a big gamble, yeah, there's going to be ups and downs How many times no have matter you had to change your menu? Dude, because how many times have you had to on... change everything? Yeah, you because, pivot all the time. Because stuff fails. And yet yeah. you still have successful business. Failure. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs you, you have to no try. matter so what you're doing. So that's what I'm saying. And I want that my daughter to realize, my kid, both my kids to realize that. Uh, Casey just seems a little. My son seems a little more resilient. My daughter takes things very personal. Yeah, very yeah hard. she so does. Yeah, I'm trying really hard to teach her that this is awesome. She's like, I didn't do it. I was like, awesome. And she's mm-hmm. like, huh? Yeah. I was like, because now you learn. What did you learn? Yeah. yeah. So what now it's a great opportunity. You love learning. You love school, right? She's like, yeah. I was like, this is learning. That's how you learn. And she's like, oh. And like just that click Aww. and that connection That's where good, she man. feels better. And it's still a process, and we're going to be constantly going through it. Yeah. Um. But. I, that making allowing yourself to fail and being like thriving through the failure is awesome and applaud yourself. I'm talking to everybody listening now. And, this and, is all to yeah. you guys because you need to hear this. <laughs> it's okay to fail. Fail. Try to fail every day. If, if you're not fail. failing, you're not trying. Yes. Essentially, in which case you're just staying stagnant. And so failures are successes because you've tried something that did not work. Now you have more information. Now you know how to pivot. Now you know how you'll attack it next time. So attack the failure. That's awesome. And and I think people, it's, it's real easy to look at that in a a sports aspect. We use just sports for the analogy. So you, you win some, you lose some simple as that. But why do we take it so hard in regular life shit then? You know yeah. what I mean? It's the same principle. You were going to win some, you're going to lose some. You still have a good life. Well, you still you keep on moving. You learn more from losing, from failing, you really do. than you do from winning. Yeah, when you win, you already know what you know. You need to know to win. Like, you've already got that now. So when you lose, now you have something else to attack. Yeah. Now yeah. you have something else to learn with, to grow, to continue chasing down whatever you're, you're, you're chasing down. But again, it, it comes down to being in the middle. No extremes. When you're starting a routine... Build it small with repeatable, consistent things. Achievable things. Yeah, we, yeah. we all want, and I, I did this myself even starting that, that routine and transition. I was like, well, I have all this time. Let's, let's work out five, six days a week. Let's experiment right. with strength base. Let's experiment with volume. Let's just kind of figure this shit out. What were your goals? Uh, I'm going to make it real personal here on you, man. When <laughs> you left the service, what were your goals? Fitness-wise? Fitness wise? Whatever goals you want to you share. But what were the goals that you thought you wanted to achieve, and how have you adjusted them since? I think on, on the immediate side of that, which is why I built the coaching business probably a, a year prior to, to getting out, I wanted a successful coaching business. Okay. Um, I wanted to be, uh, you know, I want to put on some muscle. I want to be lean. I want to do that kind of year-round thing. So I'm looking to, to get my best physique right around the age of 40, 41-ish. Yeah. And and so those were kind of my, my short-term goals at that point. But both of those goals take a consistent amount of, of effort and, and, you know, uh, I guess, I guess step steps and pivot points and, and they're, they're more, they're more complex than, than, you know. So then those are your goals. What did you do coming out to try to hit? Those I, goals? I pushed too hard in, in the physical fitness realm. Um, I tried to, to diet too hard on some of those things. And th- this is coming from somebody who knows the, the steps and who, who will, I, I eventually, I'll, I'll circle back down, but I, I eventually down the road was like, 
fuck, this is not the advice that I give people. Like, the successful advice that I give people. It is hard sometimes to listen to yourself. Yeah, no kidding. It is. Like, it is. So it, I, I, had to yeah. dial, I had to dial back and then kind of pivot in. And that's, that's when I changed back to, you know, three or four days a week I did. And ultimately now I'm on, I'm on two to three with some movement every day. You know, I'll, I'll flip-flop from, from lifting to conditioning and just make sure I get my steps in. Um, and I do the forgiveness thing when it comes to, to eating at this point. Like I have more good days of, of eating where I'm eating things that I enjoy and, and they're similar things. And then when I have a day that's off or I just dig into some, some junk food, like I, I let it go. Like a gallon tub of yogurt? Yeah, with cereal that. that that actually was on track. With. Yeah, I was like that. That fits his. That, fits that his actually macros. fits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other night, I you know I went through a, a bogey's pizza and and then I ended up having. Oh, I, I, had a bogey's pizza I don't. Know, I ate like four four to six thousand calories that day. I didn't even track it at, at that point. But so that day, I just I let it go. At most, like I said, I put on a few ounces of body fat, and then the next day I fucking crushed it. So you just you're gonna have those ups and downs, and and I like to hammer the statement in the least amount, and it's not just working out, the least amount to force an adaptation, whether that's, that's lifestyle, whether that's movement, whether that's just stress you're, you're um, purposefully exposing yourself to, the least amount to force your body to adapt. Most of us have no interest in being professional athletes, so why are you, you picking out the, the professional athletes workout from men's fitness that took that athlete... 20 years to get to the yeah, point where they could handle Hemsworth, the volume. Man. We're, we're not, Yo, you know? so many people jump right into that. It's so wild. And they're like, oh, I can't keep doing this. My no book, shit. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you can look close enough to a professional athlete by taking your time, working out less, focusing on your nutrition. Again, if you're a newbie to the mix, it, is hard it takes to believe, less though, to Mike. adapt. Oh, it's I get so it. hard to believe. Completely I did not it. believe you when I you started you this. I, I did. didn't. I did not believe. I was like, okay, I mean, we'll see some results. The amount of results that I've seen with that, that is blows my mind. It still blows my mind. Yeah. I can't believe I lost as much weight as I did and that my physique changed. Like, genuinely, I look in the mirror still and I'm like, I have shoulders. Like, I'm not <laughs> like, like, I have some muscle to me. Yeah, and that but stuff's I did not, not going have. away just because you don't work out for a month or so. Like, you've, you've built it up over years. You made small architectural changes to your body that take a long time to gain and a long time to lose. So as long as you're not spending six months to a year not training, like you're, you're fine. You get to have the downtime when, when you're able to forgive yourself for having the downtime. We all yeah. have ups and downs. And, and I'm not comparing anybody's to anybody else's. Like our, our pain is our pain. You shouldn't be comparing it to anybody no matter what. So I'm, I'm not yeah. trivializing anybody's things. But we all have ups and downs. And we all have to find a way to get through them. We just have to. Like the other option is just, you know, stay stagnant and or die. You have to find a way to get through your shit. Yeah, I mean, and it's easy to talk about. And it's easy to be like, you just get through it. Like, here's the no, thing. Oh, and I, I but, never say just. Yeah, like, but but we just we that, don't have an option. I think again, we said that. I think the biggest step is it's always the mental side. It's always the biggest yeah. step. Yep. That's the biggest hurdle through everything that we talk about all the time. It's always where's your mindset. But I think in this scenario, it really does start with that forgiveness. Like, allow yourself. Okay, hey, I spent the last twenty five years of my life failing or in this routine, I'm allowed to struggle to restart now, to find my new routine. Absolutely. I'm allowed to be, like, I've never, because that's something that I've personally dealt with, is I feel like I had my shit together. People knew me as somebody who had my shit together, and I feel like recently I haven't had my shit together as well as I normally do. And I'm like, you know, 
I'm allowed to not have my Fuck shit together yes, you as are. well yeah. as I used to. The most put together like, put it, world, people in the world have times where their shit isn't together. Yeah. So and just looking at them through social media or the news or whatever, you're missing a large part of the fucking story. And some of the most successful people out there are the most fucked up people in general, too. So well, they bear have in to mind, be. Think that's about, a thing. We're talking about, so to, to talk about the, the professional athletes, we're talking about all these professional athletes. Like, Think about all these people that don't have their lives together. Like, they're, it's ridiculous because they have to invest all of their time. These people with fantastic physiques that are in the gym all the time, they have no other social lives. Correct. They do nothing else. Yeah. Do you enjoy going fishing? Do you enjoy having a beer with your friends? Do you enjoy going to the movies? Do you enjoy those things? Because if you want to look like those people, you cannot enjoy those things. Correct. You have to give up something. We taught the sacrifices. They literally sacrificed their lives. Michael Jordan sacrificed his entire life to be Michael Jordan. But I mean, that's, that's what makes the greatest... The greatest, it like it, it's that level of discipline that. and extremis. Uh, yeah, and, and for the average person, hell, I, I don't want that. I don't consider myself an average person. I don't want that. Yeah, 100%. you know, there's, there's a level of happiness, and you, you see. But a lot. stop comparing yourself to those people. Oh, absolutely, and you, I, I, the fucking society puts it in perspective for like well, they that for us. Where it, like and they, they, they really they make it that. seem like you have to do that. But I also, I also think that the fitness industry promotes that mentality. You know, take this pill, do this workout program, do this supplement and you will look just like me, the people who are on fucking gear. Like it's just, it's sold to misinform and that's a shitty, shitty fucking thing. And yeah. then again, you, you, now you have the opposite side of that coin where I've, I've seen a few posts recently where it's, one of them, somebody had just posted a meme and it, it's funny, but it's like, you know, choose, choose skinny or choose happiness. And the top shows like a workout picture and the bottom is like a cheeseburger. And I think there was a cat in there, super cute. <laughs> nope, I'm out. <laughs> but I think there's, I think that's even, misinformation right there because yeah, I feel like I can have a cheeseburger and you, look well, you can but look look at let's pull those separate <laughs> things up, apart right there when if you are skinnier or leaner you're likely to be more happy long term and I'm not talking about like eating disorders or somebody who's going through a hard time has just lost a lot of weight I'm saying in general the leaner you are the the more hours of the day you're going to be happy and if you're not doing anything in that realm of trying to better yourself and you just shoot for the cheeseburger for your your you know one hour 40 minutes of of Mouthgasm explosion, bro. Ten food. minutes tops. <laughs> but you're gonna spend minutes. you're gonna spend the the other twenty hours of the day unhappy because you're not healthy. You don't like the way you look. You don't like the way you feel. So it it it's too polarizing and too simple of a, a it means. It is. Yeah. But I also they make it obsessive almost. They, they do. They do. Where there's a literally a balance because, like you said, the cheeseburger fits. Yeah. The exercise program fits. You're yeah. trying to improve yourself. You're still eating things you enjoy. Now you can be happy. Now you can be happy. Happiness is not a choice in food. If you always choose the quote-unquote happy section of that food, you're going to feel miserable. Yeah. You're going to have acid reflux, night sweats. You're overweight. You're out of breath. And this, this is speaking to the average part of the population where 76% plus is overweight or obese. We have an issue is with people choosing, yeah, people are choosing that quote-unquote happiness way more than they're choosing to invest in themselves, which will make them long-term happy. Short-term happy had, or long-term happy? If I had to give a pizza or burgers, I wouldn't, I would have been out. Yeah. Like that, that wouldn't happen if that was the w only way to do it. But the fact that you can do it with all of these things still in there, like I feel like that's a lot of people. You're, the st what was the stat you just threw out? Seventy six to seventy eight percent. Let me let me double check that just in case because that, that seems could be an old really stat. high. Oh no, it is high. Yeah. <clears throat> of the, is it so, is that off of BMI? Like, are they counting like super jack guys as like fat people? Uh, maybe. I think BMI. No, I don't think they're counting jack people as. I don't know. 
because BMI is a fucked statistic. Oh, I just like saw. I but, literally but it just actually saw works, a BMI oh, chart. It works okay with the average population who doesn't have a little bit of extra muscle mass, and they're not athletes. Do you know what the it range is for, for my height? I'm, I'm over. I'm obese for on the me BMI too. scale. That's what I'm saying. So and, I'm, like, and I'm like, I don't know, I think 11, 12% body fat right now. I'm not obese. So that's I'm obese. And I was like, I like. I Are mean, you? I'm not. Yes, based I'm, off the scale. I'm based off of the thing. I'm obese currently. Wow. I mean, I'm not. So that's again, what I'm saying. Is that number, is that number podcast, just like really wrong? I'm like, I'm like, what do we like say? I would about like 25%? to know how many people have over like, I don't know, 30% body fat. That would be like a number that. I mean, you, if you go in any room and look around, you can kind of get an idea. Yeah. I just uh, feel like it's not 75%. It's, there's a lot. It, I mean, and you're also looking at what, what, like, I guess that's all people too. Like, are you talking about just twenty somethings, or are you talking about thirty to fifty yeah, year olds, or maybe, fifty yeah. to seventy? Like, I'm sure that it's. I'm sure as you get older, that number climbs. That percentage. Is, is Michael, what is the body? You said thirty percent body fat is like. I think like twenty for males. I think it's like twenty eight percent plus is is obese. I have to check those numbers. And for females, it's closer to like thirty to thirty five ish. Well, I'm walking that I feel line like, anyway. I, I feel like that's not very much, but maybe it is. I mean, you're you're looking at almost a third of your overall body is body fat. I guess it's I don't that's know. a lot. Yeah, I guess. All right. Yeah, when you look roughly at roughly two out of three U.S. adults are overweight or obese. So we're looking at sixty-nine percent, and one out of Dang. three are obese, thirty-six percent. So that's nowhere near the numbers that you said. I'd say it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, real stat. That's. But I mean, that's I just stat feel like I feel like if women who are like athletes are somewhere between fourteen to twenty four percent body fat, the thirty percent body fat is really not that crazy. You yeah, know? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, you'd have to line everybody up and be like, I feel like it's also different where people carry it. I mean, kind of. But if you have a third of your your body as body fat, it doesn't really matter where you're carrying it. You're not healthy. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're talking about just markers. Um, yeah, that's that still seems a lot. Either way, oh, it's still we, a we've lot. We've got just under 20% of children are obese. Children. Under 20%? Just under. Yeah, that part bothers me too. Like, as a parent watching parent, like, like that's not even the kid's fault. No, nope. And it's not even like, we can go down the chain here because like, again, we don't know. We're talking about uh, what was I just saying about oh about people they don't they don't know like where I was just saying like if I had to give up pizza and had to give up thing I wouldn't do it I'd be like out and that's where I was before not everybody has this knowledge they don't <clears throat> realize that like hey I don't have to give up these things to get there so they think they're choosing happiness by choosing the pizza by choosing they have chosen happiness not realizing right. that they have a chance at a, even greater happiness by doing both things jeez Asians are just crushing it they're always on. <laughs> In you've all got things. For, for, yeah, uh, well, for I, all females in the U.S., you've got uh, black people are the highest percentage at 54%. Of Hispanic, what? Highest percentage of what? Of obesity. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, then white, then Asian. For males, it's the most obese are white males. Um, then his, Oh, no, I'm sorry, are Hispanic, so still. And then white, then black, then Asian. According to Asians. U.S. age-adjusted prevalence of adult obesity in Haines, 2015-2016. So I wonder where that's updated to now. And, but anyways, yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know better than just about three-quarters of the population is 
overweight or obese, and that's mostly obesity stuff, but overweight and or obese, it, it puts it in that roughly 70% category. And that's, that's too many people. It's too many people. And it's because of the inexpensive food here is generally a fast food. And even, yeah. hell, even that's creeping up at this point. Yeah, fast food ain't as cheap as it used to be, no, huh? No, it's, it's not, not. None of it and is. And it, it's hard to... to you know, I have zero judgment for, for well, you can somebody who's... We've talked also, about this on, too. in you Savannah and on this fast island, food fast food's not even fast. And so at this point, it's yeah. slow and But you're, you're talking right. about, about yeah. people who can afford that, you know, somewhat easily at that point. So you look at, at lower-income families who they're going to go for the fast food option because they have a big family to feed, and it's less expensive... But that's not reality either. So I mean, it used to be with a dollar menu and such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But shout like, out to the dollar menu. R.I.P. So it is cheaper. It's always cheaper to cook because you buy in bulk. But the problem is the even when you're buying at a grocery store and buying in bulk, because they're not necessarily buying fast food. Because fast food is still more expensive, even with a dollar menu. It, it's still cheaper yeah, to buy. Yeah, you're saying. But the things that are cheap are pastas, processed are, cereals. Yeah, yeah like absolutely. that's the stuff. Like buy also, big bags of the multi meals. Yeah. And so it's easier to feed kids. That's the part with as a parent that's so difficult is the kids want what's tasty. And mm -hmm. obviously high dense high calorie dense foods are calorie dense foods are tastier. They are so hyper palatable. Yes. Yeah. So teaching them to eat protein like we, my, my daughter knows what protein is. My son knows that they need protein mm -hmm. because we talk about it all the time. And I didn't know those words, what no. that was when I, I was I wish they would teach macros and shit like that in, for kids in school. Like, I'm not saying that they need to victimize certain foods in they school. They did. They got rid of all those But classes. I feel like I think, you know, it would be good for, like, you know, for them to teach them, okay, guys, we're going to go outside and we're going to play a bunch of soccer today. So, like, what... What macros should we think, you know, think about here? Like maybe we should eat some carbohydrates, right? Because we're about to go do a bunch of running around, you know, so that they look at an apple and they know that an apple provides right. them fuel, you know, fuel. It's got carbs, whatever, that kind of a thing so that they would, that would just be a nice thing to teach Oh everybody, everybody, well, yeah, everybody, yeah. General, everybody needs that information. If you start with kids, like, it grows like into them, everybody. Yeah, I'd like yes, them to 100%. know, okay, but you know, I need protein for this. So we did the this. opposite. We had, I mean, how many people don't know basic homes? Do you know how to sew? Yeah. No. Michael learned in the military. I did. Oh, yeah. in the military. I sewed professionally. Yes. Yeah. They were like, your job is so badass, we have to throw something that's kind of like... Yeah, how do we downgrade you? Right. Okay, Sewing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> home economics was a class. They used to teach people mm -hmm. how to cook, how to yeah. sew, yeah, how to had do... That. How but to do I, a checkbook? I went through a house wiring. I went through a house wiring class for for not really you know electronics and stuff. I got to build shit in there, learn how to wire stuff yeah, like this. In schools, cool. are great schools? I think oh, some schools awesome. are like trying to bring that kind of stuff back. But th that's what I'm saying. Like those are actual skills, skills. But when they got pulled out, this is where we're at now. From the generations that have not learned those skills. Yeah, all as we, we went ever on. got was a food pyramid, which is like kind of garbage. Oh, so it's 100 percent garbage. Yeah. Why is it 100% garbage? The food because pyramid Because it's upside like, down. It's upside down. It's also paid for by the... I think cereal. I think Kellogg's probably has paid no, for it's it. like it's Yeah, and there's like the whole debate about, you know, all, all of that. Like, the meat people were like, don't demonize meat. You know, and then like the, you know, bread people are like, well, don't demonize bread. <laughs> you know, so it's like everybody wanted like the pyramid to be stacked in their favor. Yeah. God, no. yeah. But yeah, the food pyramid is, is garbage. And that's all that we were ever taught. Correct. You know? Which I don't know that I ever really paid attention to. It. No, I, me neither. I just ate family-sized boxes of Pop-Tarts. I was always like, well, bread is in the big section. So I what's like the, bread. Oh, it is in the big section. So yeah. the bottom of the pyramid is bread, mm -hmm. cereal, rice. So that's what you're supposed to eat the most of? Correct. Yeah, so I'm saying. Isn't the pyramid kind of not good? <laughs> I, 
I've never really, I I know of it, but I've yeah. never really like looked yeah. at it. Looked at it, but yeah, the middle section is fruits and vegetables. Well, that's good. Which then, also yeah, and then meats at the top. I think. Um, but in, no, the in top is fats and oils, oils and, oils and, and sweets. And stuff, yeah. I mean, that's right. Ish. So it all, this this one I'm looking at also has holy crap. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> The, ve- the very top of it is fats, oils, and sweets. It says use sparingly. That's okay. appropriate. Sure. Not for my life. The though, next <laughs> the next tier down is it's the dull tier. It's milk, yogurt, and cheese group. Uh-huh. Uh, and it tells you the amount of servings you should have of that a day. And then right next to it, which is just as important, according to this, is meat, poultry, fish, dry beans, eggs, and nuts. Because those are all equal. Yeah, it's totally the same. <laughs> Not the same at all. Yeah. Um, and then they have this servings recommendation for that. So what? they're the same amount of servings for milk and for meat. The, those two are the same. What do you think this daily servings is for those two oh, things? Just two to three. Two to three is what That's I was That's 100% right. Yeah. Two to three servings per each of those. Now, the next group down is vegetable group, which is a little bit bigger than the fruit group. So three to four. Servings. So <laughs> three to five on the veggies, okay. and the fruit group is two to four. Okay. Um, which I'm not angry about that. No, that actually makes sense. That's, that's not all right. Too bad. Yeah. You get a little bit more fiber and. and the only part of this that's the really big issue is I feel like the 50 servings of uh, grains. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Was it like eight to twelve or something? Six to eleven servings uh, of. Bread, cereal, rice, pasta group. Now, I wish that's how it worked. I would eat six to <laughs> 11 servings in, of pasta every day. In a fairly well-rounded diet, yeah, you, mean, you tend to get a little bit more carbohydrate-based than yeah. anything else, and, and that's fine. But I think the food pyramid should be more of a food trapezoid. Uh, yeah, I feel, <laughs> trapezoid. Like, I feel like the shape is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they, there's, you should put a little bit less importance on the carbs just for balance and a little more on the, the lean proteins. Also, like, can we like and fruits split and veggies, apart? I just fit in the carb mix. Can we split apart our proteins? Like, why? What is happening yeah. there? Yeah, uh, that's that's the part for me, too. Like, not all meat also, is created. Also, I don't feel like eat. I eat that much dairy, but maybe. I don't know. You don't <laughs> eat a lot of dairy, but... Two I, to three servings is easy. I that's recommend dairy in general because that's, that's where yeah. you're going to get most of your, your yeah, okay, calcium, okay. and it's still got really good uh, protein. I, I have dairy pretty much every day, and if I don't, I have a calcium supplement. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I do a lot of dairy. I'll drink just glasses of milk because no. I enjoy it. That's right. I, like, I think my, my snack yesterday in between meals was a, a Fit Crunch bar and a 16-ounce glass of the Carbmaster milk. <sighs> so I still get my 40-plus grams of protein to maximize muscle protein synthesis, and it's, it's a nice little snack, and the, the dairy is, is filling. I really enjoy I – I pick them up all the time, mainly because I'm driving all the freaking time, but the – like the protein shakes in a bottle, but the like the, yeah, the, the, the milks. Yeah. But they're milks. I love like that he was life. making fun of how I said mirror earlier and yeah, he right? says milk, milk every time. Milk. Milk. Like it has an milk. E in it. It's milk. You're right. It is milk. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're talking about Boom, the fair in your lives? face, Victor. Yeah. yeah, I like the fair lives. A the lot. fair lives. I love yeah. fair lives. They have but then they have so many different versions. They have uh, the one that I really like right now that I'm uh, this one gas station carries it and I'm stopped there all the time. It's 160 calories and 30 grams of protein. Is it 160? I thought it was 150. The, the vanilla it, and chocolate one? Is it chocolate yeah. or is yeah. it a different but it's flavor? A base, In the, 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 the white bottle? Uh-huh. I've really started to like the vanillas more than the chocolate. I like the vanillas more than the chocolates. Yeah. yeah. I was all chocolate all the time. I can only ever Maybe find the chocolate. I've had a vanilla yeah. one. The vanilla ones are delicious. The elites, yeah. the vanilla one. The core power elites. I, the core power yeah. elites. Yeah. I think my tier was, this is what my tier used to be. It used to be strawberry, chocolate, vanilla. Uh-huh. And now it's... 
strawberry and vanilla are like A and B, and then like the chocolate. I, I like the str- I like strawberry, like Nesquik strawberry. I used to drink the shit stuff. out of that. Me too. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like I've liked any of like the strawberry. I didn't really because it was like strawberry banana. I thought the no, that's elite. the no, I didn't that's like not that the elite. That's the twenty six calorie. So they have oh, that you one could be too. Right. They yeah, have yeah. The, just the regular that has twenty six grams of protein. And I drink these way too often. I, I found the thirty um, grams. I found I the do. thirty grams of protein Fairlife had a better calorie to protein ratio than even the, the Core Power Elite ones, which are so forty-two grams of protein, like two hundred forty the calories. Elites. They do yeah. two hundred forty, and yeah, they and the forty grams of protein on the forty-two. on the yep. elites. Yeah, forty-two. Yeah, those are. I I've, sometimes I find them to be too strong. Yeah, I don't flavor, like them very yeah. much. The elites, even the aftertaste and its stickiness but around the vanilla your mouth, doesn't bother me. Mm. Yeah, vanilla is just delicious. Yeah, the vanilla doesn't. Oh, bother shit, me. I gotta go try vanilla. You now. gotta try vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla is my favorite one. Um, but the they have the like I said, it's just like a regular milk, but it's like a I don't even know what they call. It. I don't remember what they call it, but it, the thirty grams of protein for the hundred and sixty calories. I'm like all day. Like all if day. I stop for a drink, I was like, I'll grab one of those. All damn day. I'll grab a. And you, you take that with like, like a Fit Crunch bar too, where you get that. Yeah, that you're, chew. Washing, you're washing that down satisfying. with some milk. Or like we were talking about earlier, eat what you want, add what you need. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it where I'm like, I just really want shit, and I'll mm-hmm. go grab a donut or something ridiculous, and then I. Have that too, and then you have the so shit. I'm also yeah. satisfied. Absolutely, yeah. it satisfies. And all that's the still like maybe a 500 calorie snack, which is fine. You got yes. all the protein you need. Yeah. You got the the taste fixed out of the way. Mm-hmm. You're still on track. Yeah, because like a donut's not bad if you eat one of them. Correct. The problem is it's Ugh. not satiating. Enough. It's not correct. So you want to eat ten of them, yep. and then you're like, oh, I just down three thousand calories. Oh man. So if you do it and you add the protein to it, like I add the shake, and then I'm full. Mm-hmm. I'm like yep. I'm satisfied for a while. Like it really has made a big difference in that realm. I've also recently tried to switch back out of eating the crap crap, and I'll go back to the crap the, crap. Yeah, <laughs> the, the protein bars. There are some protein bars that I really that I really dig that are just delicious. Like the fic, I can't talk enough. Oh, the fic crunch ones. Yeah. I've been really digging that. Was it the cookies and cream one or yo? Uh, milk and I was telling Victor cookies. earlier the built bars. The Built Puff Bars. I really like the Built Puff Bars, but they uh, have a Built Puff Chunk Bar. Yeah, and where are you buying these from? Because I can the never internet, find them. I buy them so like on like the Built, built website? Yeah. I need they to have a Those cookies and cream one that's like deliciously soft puffy, and it's yeah. got like chunks of like cookie I love shit that. on top. Oh, man. I, I want those. Yeah, those I are really dope. <laughs> um, speaking of proteins and stuff, I have <gasps> a recipe. Michael, hit Print me. Bees, culinary concoctions. Boop, boop, boop. Perfect. Thank you, Michael. You're I have to video you one of these times doing that so we can put that I up on the internet. Really the, the dance in the face, I can't help. I know I look ridiculous, so, but I have go. to do it every time. Um, okay, so I made a pizza recently. I kind of mentioned this, I think, at one point, where you can make pizza dough. You can make dough in general with um, flour and plain Greek yogurt. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So huh. instead of doing that, I made it with chickpea flour. What is chickpea flour? Chickpea flour. It's flour made out of chickpeas. It's flour made out of chickpeas. It has good macros. Better macros. Better macros, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, but it's a little bit weird. And, like, it's not soft rising flour, so I did have to add, like, some baking powder and some salt. I also added, like, a bunch of Italian seasonings. I was making pizza crust. You never go wrong with Italian seasonings. Yeah, so I was like, how do I pizza crust this up a little bit? Pizza crust the shit Um, out of it. And it... Is really fucking filling. Um, it it the I didn't I couldn't I wanted I think I should have pressed it a little bit thinner. Cut. That's why I want people to try it because like I can only eat so much fucking pizza. But so on a scale of one to ten, what was it overall on a repeatable factor? Um, I would say it's probably like a seven as goodness. Is that right. what you're talking about? Yeah, right. yeah. Well, I mean I'm, that's that's pretty honest. good. If I could have gotten it flatter, I think it would have been better because it was like a little bit. 
dry. It was like too thick. But my wrists are all fucked, so I couldn't. Oh yeah. I couldn't put the downward pressure to make mm. the dough flat. It was like really hurting my hands. So I was like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna leave it the way it is. But um, yeah, so I think making it a little bit flatter would be good. I think also maybe doing like a half and half real flour and chickpea or adding go. some flour uh, or something with it like a that. Bit, yeah. I think pe- playing with it a little bit would be the move. It was really, really filling. Um, it totally gave us a bunch of gas, though. So you know, maybe just eat some beano or something like that if oh, you're yeah. sensitive to the beans. What was the macros? But, uh, one slice was 293 calories and 26 grams of protein. Yeah, nice. I ate two slices and I was full as fuck. <laughs> so it, it's kind of nice because like it's very rarely do I eat two pieces of pizza and I'm like I am super full and satisfied, but like I barely could get that second piece down. All right. So that's kind of nice. That's and, yeah. and we put. We put chicken on it, so it would have been probably less good if I didn't put chicken on it. But so basically, most just of the protein put chicken, come from the chicken. Put chicken on your pizza. I feel like a standard slice of pizza is roughly 300 calories as is. It is. That's um, what I feel like too. Hang on, let me look at the break. It's about that. So I stop the pizza. So I wonder if it would, it would be similar macros with um, just the, the flour. And I put ham tasting. and chicken on there. Yeah, maybe I should look at it. The chicken gave us per slice. So 11 grams of protein came from the chickpea. All right. Four came from the yogurt. Four from the ham. Eight from the chicken. And I think that adds up. All right, so you're not How much fiber was in it? Did you get a lot more fiber because of the chickpeas? How much fiber? Hold on. Mm. Hold on. Hold on. Computing. Um, processing. Computing. Be with you uh, in one moment. One moment. We need, Mike, we need a, a elevated music for the whole. Oh god! Whole Mike, music. get us something. I was like, well, "Are you singing the Jeopardy theme song?" <laughs> no, that's called appropriation. I just sort of stole some of it to go oh, into. Oh, got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, this says music it had five grams of fiber, but I. Yeah, I think you might be better with the flour. Yeah, so taste wise and macro wise. I think it probably taste wise would one hundred percent be better. I'll try it. No. But anyway, you can do those things. You can use what's good about it is that you're taking Greek yogurt. The Greek yogurt is good. It's giving you protein, yeah. right? And you're making a dough that now has more protein in it. And uh, yeah, and then you put chicken on it. I or wonder whatever if you meats. could do that with the Kodiak flour. Sure. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. I think you could. Kodiak flour and so what? That's it? your so homework, Victor. I'm gonna make it. I wonder if you could just so just use Kodiak flour, flour and the Kodiak, Kodiak flour. As long as it's self rising, you might have to add baking soda. What about not, regular yeah. flour but plain protein? Sure, could do that too. I have that as well. I'll mix in pretty. This pretty is. Evenly, I really wanted I to think. try all of these things. Yeah. But I was like, how many fucking pizzas am I going to make to try yeah, all We this? should have a pizza off. A pizza off. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. Oh. But yeah, that's a good idea. Plain flour, add plain, you know, protein powder yeah. and Greek yogurt. Or Kodiak cake and add Greek yogurt. Yeah, so, so that's all it was? Just Greek yogurt and the flour? That's yeah, that's awesome. it. That's yeah. literally it. I and mean, add whatever. Dough. Add seasoning yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want or add salt or what the fuck ever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's oh, fascinating. Try that. All right. Yeah. So speaking of the Kodiak thing, I'm going to Bogart for two seconds. Go for it. I found a Kodiak oh, yeah. cake pumpkin flour. Oh. Yeah, Tis the season. Oh, I'm so season. excited. I do love pumpkin In fact, everything. as soon as we get off of here, I'm making myself a bowl cake <laughs> with the pumpkin <laughs> And my cinnamon protein You should powder. put some chocolate chips in there. I love that for you. I don't like doing that. <gasps> oh, my God. Michael, did you hear what he said? I On did. air and everything. I don't like Everyone's yeah. going to hear that. I what? don't. I, especially because I'm eating it as, I guess, lunch now. But, like, if it was a, if I was doing it as a snack, like a dessert, I don't look at it as a dessert. And so, for me, psychologically, if I put the chips in, talk the chips in it. Makes it a dessert. It makes it dessert. 
And so I don't like to do that. Oh, so what God. is this called? Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, what do you mean? What is the name of this food item that you're eating? Would it be called a cake, would you say? A, oh, it's a protein pancake, pancake cake. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I've called it. Sounds desserty yeah. to me, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you're, you're I mean, wrong. it's sweet-ish. Although, I mean, but pancakes you can also, are a meal for breakfast, you know? I mean, I'm saying. You, right? They sell you Nutella. You chips and those, too. <laughs> Nutella pancakes at uh, uh, IHOP over there that that's considered breakfast. So you know. I get the protein packets there, and I very much consider They are actually breakfast. pretty decent. And I put pinatas in there. They are very good. Yeah. Very good. It's like 36 grams of protein for that's that small good. stack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are two of those? Get Not more? too shabby. So let, try your pizzas. I'm now yeah, so everyone, curious. Yeah, everyone, please, everyone make a variety of this and report back so that I don't have to make Send 100 pictures. pizzas. I, want, I need to see visuals on the pizza. So yes. post the pictures too. Because it, you, you eat with your eyes first. Yeah. And if I make a pizza and it doesn't look like a pizza and it looks... Kind of shady. I'm not gonna I have it. a photo of it. my pizza, so I'll start us off, and I will post a picture of my I love pizza. Her. And then everyone else has to also make all right, pizza. All right. yeah. yeah. And be honest. This one, yeah. she gave herself a 7 out of 10. Yeah, so be it could be better. It definitely could have been better. I think I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 on the fact that I think if I had actually been able to press the crust, it would have been like really. That's right. I really could not get there, guys. It was like hurting my hands real bad. Yeah. I should have made Aaron do it, but. <laughs> yeah, but why, that, why else do you have him around? I know. Like, You're right. What other purpose earn his keep. What other purpose? Guys, we love you. We appreciate Wait. you. What? What? I have a tiny announcement. Oh, okay, Michael. Oh. No, it's nothing major. It's tiny. Okay. All right. Sorry. As I'm finishing up building my website, I'm not really taking one-on-one clients right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I did put a link into a link tree on the account. I've started doing macro consults. Ooh. Uh, fairly inexpensive. They're $49 a pop. So if you're struggling to figure out your calories and macros to kind of start your, your game off, go ahead and hit that link. Uh, go through. I'll help you out. Cool. Um, and I'm going to start putting workout programs in there as well until the website's up and so I can start to link everything through. I already have a, your basic foundational 12-week um, training block. And I find the link tree on your Instagram? On my Instagram. Yep. Go, to the, go to the link tree. Body by the bear. That's me. Grr. This guy. Grr. <laughs> Grr, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Again, as always, hit us up on the socials. Like our pages. Like Body by the Bear. And also go and uh, get yourself a consult and get started on the road. Damn right. Set up your routines. My, Mike, I'm going to hit you. What are the three things we talked about today that are most important? Give you you talked about making these. pizza out of flour. No. Yeah, that was a pretty important <laughs> one right there. Oh my gosh! For setting up a new routine, establish your routine. Start start what simple are the three things how we do and it? repeatable. Okay. Um, forgiveness. Forgiveness and flexibility. Sweet, love it. One more, one more. Yep. Give me should another I, good one. Those could have been two right there. Yeah, right, 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 why did we really did screw up? Yep. Now you um, need one more. And, and don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Oh, I like it. That's yeah. a good three. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. Forgive yourself for when you do. Yeah. And set up things that are repeatable, repeatable and sustainable. achievable, sustainable little goals. Yeah. 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 Start small. Build on that. Oh, th- those are. We are. Those, oh, my God. We are so genius. Truth and knowledge <laughs> right there. Right there. Guys, you are the best. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for spending some time with Thanks us today. And we'll fun. see you next week. Bye.